If you love knockouts and 12 rounds, interceptions, and touchdowns, this is the podcast for you. Welcome to episode one of 12 Rounds and Touchdowns. Stay tuned. What's going on, everybody? Welcome my boxing fans and my football fans. This is my favorite time of year. Not only the holidays just passed, it's a new year, but it's NFL playoff time. Let's jump right into it. We'll start off episode one by going by my weekly pickums. This week starts the NFL playoffs. We have the number one seed, Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry's returning for them. Then we have the number one seed, the NFC, Aaron Rodgers, and the Green Bay Packers. Let's start off with the matchup Saturday. We'll start with the Las Vegas Raiders and Derek Carr traveling to Cincinnati to play Joe Burrow and the red-hot Cincinnati Bengals. Um, This one here, man, I like Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati's offense is too much to handle. I think they're going to put 35 points on Vegas. I don't think Vegas is going to be able to match that. I love Jamar Chase. I love Tyler Boyd. I love T. Higgins. And, of course, I love Jackpot Joey Burrow. I love Cincinnati this year. I think Cincinnati is a legitimate contender in the AFC this year. I like Cincinnati to get that win at home and advance to the next round of the playoffs. That second game on Saturday is going to be the New England Patriots at the Buffalo Bills. These teams already met two times in the regular season. Mac Jones versus Josh Allen. I really like this matchup. Um, right here, I'm going to go with Buffalo at home. I think Buffalo's defense is going to show up. They're going to show up big. I think Josh Allen's going to have a huge game. I think it's going to be a close game, but I like Buffalo in this one to beat the New England Patriots. Let's move on to the Sunday games. we got three games on Sunday, starting off with the Philadelphia Eagles at the defending world champions, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. Man, as much as I want to see Tampa Bay go down, I do not see it happening this first week. Jalen Hurts, he's a, he's a real good quarterback, solid Philadelphia had a surprising season. I don't think a lot of people saw them going to the playoffs this year. But I think their year ends here when they travel to Raymond James Stadium and play Tom Brady. I think Tampa Bay wins and wins with ease and advance the next round of the playoffs. That next game, you got the San Francisco 49ers at the Dallas Cowboys. This one was a toss-up for me, man. I want to say Dallas is going to win, but Dallas is known to choke. Dak Prescott, you never know what you're going to get with him. Um, for this one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Dallas, though. I think Dak, I think he will show up for this playoff game. I think the Dallas Cowboys beat the San Francisco 49ers. And then we got the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Kansas City Chiefs. I think it's going to be Ben Roethlisberger's last game. I don't think Pittsburgh has enough to go to Arrowhead Stadium and beat Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. I would like to see Big Ben get a big W here, advance in the playoffs, possibly make some noise deeper in the playoffs, a Super Bowl. I don't see that happening for Pittsburgh, but what a great ending to a career that would be if Big Ben could find a way to win this game and take the Steelers to the promised land. This one, honestly, I like Kansas City at home with Patrick Mahomes in an easy one. And we'll move on to that final game on Monday night. It's a division rival, Arizona Cardinals, at the Los Angeles Rams. 
You got Kyler Murray facing Matthew Stafford for the third time this year. This one, I'm going to go Arizona in a close one. I know they're on the road against a tough Rams defense, but I like Kyler Murray to get this one. I think Arizona has legitimate chance to win the NFC and uh, represent them in the Super Bowl this year. Kyler Murray's got to play good. They got a tough secondary. Aaron Donald's going to bring the heat all afternoon, but I expect Arizona with the return of DeAndre Hopkins to win this game. All right, that's my quick picks for the NFL playoffs this weekend. Now let's jump into some of these coaching changes, these vacancies, these firings that we've seen of recent. We'll start off with the most shocking one in the Miami Dolphins firing coach Brian Flores. I don't think anybody saw this coming. I don't think anybody agrees with this. I don't know what in the world the Miami Dolphins were thinking by getting rid of Brian Flores, who came off a solid season. Last year was 10-6. and six. This year had a winning record. Um, I don't know what they're expecting to get that's better than Brian Flores. And why in the world would you fire this guy? There's a lot of reports saying the reason they got rid of him is he didn't want to go forward with Tua next year at quarterback. Saying that he was looking elsewhere. Deshaun Watson was an option for next year for the Miami Dolphins. Either way, Brian Flores is a hell of a coach. And there's no way the Miami Dolphins get a better coach this offseason than Brian Flores. Another firing that kind of uh, caught me off guard. Um, I agree with it. I saw it coming. But there were a lot of reports saying that his job's safe. And out of nowhere, the New York Giants fire Joe Judge. I thought Joe Judge should have been fired during the season. Um, I don't think he was doing a good job in New York. But there was reports about a month ago saying that Joe Judge's job is safe, along with Daniel Jones, and all of a sudden the New York Giants decide to fire Joe Judge. I think it's a good firing. We'll see who the Giants got next to coach that team. Denver Broncos fire head coach Vic Fangio. Um, I don't know what Denver's doing there. They don't have a quarterback. They have a good young defense. I think they're going to be able to build up. We'll see who they go with next. They need to figure out the quarterback situation. Whether you're going to go with Teddy Bridgewater, whether you're going to stick with Drew Locke, whether you're going to look for a quarterback in the draft this year, or in free agency, the Broncos fire Vic Fangio. Chicago Bears fire Matt Nagy. I think this past due, he ruined Mitchell Trubisky. He's going to ruin Justin Fields if they didn't get rid of him. Luckily, they got rid of him early in Justin Fields' career, so I think Justin Fields can be safe. Matt Nagy had to go. He should have went last year. They pumped the brakes on it, but this year, Chicago Bears finally got rid of Matt Nagy. You also have Mike Zimmer, who's out as a Minnesota Vikings head coach, and the most recent firing Houston Texans coach, David Culley. We'll see what the Las Vegas Raiders decide to do this offseason. They have an interim head coach right now, who, with all the distractions, was able to get them a playoff spot this year. We'll see what they decide to do. As it stands right now, guaranteed seven vacancies in the NFL, possibly eight, depending on what Vegas decides to do. A few names out there off the top of my head. Immediately, I think of Brian Flores. I don't think there's any way that Brian Flores doesn't get one of these seven or eight jobs. Brian Flores is the best coaching candidate out there. He's proved it 
Brian Flores will immediately get a job in the NFL again. Then you have guys the likes of Kellen Moore. A lot of people are talking about the offensive coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys, Kellen Moore. Also, Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn, is another candidate that a lot of people are talking about. Then you have defensive coordinator Todd Bowles, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and offensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Byron Leftwich. Jim Harbaugh might be coming out of college from the University of Michigan and stepping up to the NFL. And you also have Green Bay Packers offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett. One more name that a lot of people were talking about last year, kind of fell off this year, is Eric Bieniemy, offensive coordinator, Kansas City Chiefs. And last but not least, my favorite of the bunch, New England Patriot offensive coordinator, Josh the Kid McDaniels. I think Josh McDaniels, a lot of people haven't been talking about him recently, but I think Josh McDaniels will be a hell of a head coach given the opportunity next year. I look through these coaching vacancies right here, and I try to think what's going to be the best job and the worst job. Honestly, man, I think the Jacksonville Jaguars is probably the hottest job right now. You got a young, promising quarterback in Trevor Lawrence, plus you have the first pick in this year's draft. Um, I like this job, James Robinson at running back. I think they have a solid core, a solid foundation. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars can be an attractive job especially for Coach Brian Flores staying in the state of Florida. And speaking of Brian Flores, unfortunately and shockingly, he got fired from that Miami Dolphins gig. I think that's another hot job for a lot of people. Um, the Dolphins, they have a solid defense. A lot of people are believers in Tua. Jalen Waddle at receiver, young, solid receiver. I think he's going to be elite in a few years. The Miami Dolphins gig is very attractive also. And another one I really like a lot is the Chicago Bears. I love Justin Fields. I think with Justin Fields, if you get him a coach like Eric Bieniemy or Josh McDaniels, I think Justin Fields is going to be groomed to an elite quarterback in the NFL. And I think the Chicago Bears will be a legitimate contender with a few pieces added to that team. Enough NFL talk for today. A shout out to the University of Georgia for beating the Alabama Crimson Tide and the 2022 national champions. Georgia came off a loss to Alabama about a month and a half ago, losing 41-24 to Alabama and coming back in the national championship to beat Alabama. Also, shout out to my boy Stetson Bennett for showing up drunk as fuck to Good Morning America Tuesday morning. Stetson Bennett had a long night partying, celebrating, rightfully so, after the national championship. Showed up to Good Morning America on national TV, hungover, drunk, incoherent. One of the funniest things I've seen in a while. UGA, congratulations, and we'll see who's got it next year. All right, ladies and gentlemen, football is done for the day. The interceptions are done for today. The touchdowns are done for today. Let's jump into the 12 rounds of boxing. It's a new year. Let's start off with some fights I need to see in 2022. Let's start off in the heavyweight division. I would love to see Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua. Deontay Wilder just finished out the trilogy with Tyson Fury. I loved all three fights. I would love to see Deontay Wilder get a new opponent and none other than Anthony Joshua. I think this fight would be awesome. I think Deontay Wilder 
ends up knocking out Anthony Joshua. And speaking of my boy Deontay Wilder, there's no way you can talk about him without talking about his counterpart, Tyson Fury. I would love to see Tyson Fury and Usyk get after it. There's been a lot of talk between these two, about these two. A lot of fans want to see this fight. Usyk who beat Anthony Joshua, Fury who beat Deontay Wilder. I don't think there's a better matchup in the heavyweight division than Usyk versus Fury. I would love to see this. Let's make this happen in 2022. Another one I would like to see is going to be Lomachenko and Teofimo Lopez. Lopez coming off the loss to Cambosis. Um, Loma and Tio Lopez, they fought before. Tio Lopez got the win. I would love to see this rematch. Loma's coming off a big win over Richard Comey. A very big win over Richard Comey. Tio's coming off the loss. I would like to see these two run it back in 2022. Give me some more Tank Davis in 2022. I love watching Javante Davis fight. Tank's a monster. I think he's one of the best fighters in the world. And I want to see him fight Ryan Garcia. I think Ryan Garcia is going to have to fight somebody before he gets Tank to tune up. He hasn't fought since January of last year, so he's a year out of the fight. I think if he gets a nice warm-up fight, I think him and Tank Davis will be a hell of a fight. I know they have some bad blood. There's a lot of talk for the past couple years about those two going at it. I want to see Tank, Ryan Garcia. I like Tank to knock him out. Hopefully we get to see that sooner than later. George Cambosis coming off a huge win over Teofimo Lopez. We talked about that a little bit earlier. And Devin Haney is a big one I want to see. This lightweight division is absolutely stacked. I think Cambosis and Haney are two of the best. Uh, maybe Tank Davis you can throw in that conversation as a top three. Three, I'm sorry, in the lightweight division. But Cambosis and Haney. I would love that fight. Winner of that gets Tank Davis. I would love to see that go down in 2022. The middleweight division is also stupid stacked. You just had the Canelo plant fight. Um, Canelo dominated, as a lot of us predicted that he would. They were talking about Canelo going up to cruiserweight. But now there's reports that Canelo Alvarez is going to fight Jamal Charlo on Cinco de Mayo weekend. Hopefully this goes down. I've been calling Canelo to fight David Benavidez, but I'll settle for the Jamal Charlo fight. I think that's going to be a hell of a fight. I think he's going all 12. I don't think Canelo can knock out Charlo, and I don't think Charlo can knock out Canelo. I would love to see that fight. If they don't get that one set up, let's get the David Benavidez-Canelo Alvarez fight set up. Either way, I'm happy with both of those fights. I think Canelo needs to stay at middleweight. I don't think he needs to go to cruiserweight to prove anything. I think he still has a lot of good fights left in the middleweight division. Whoever Canelo doesn't get out of Benavidez or Charlo, I think, can fight Caleb Plant. I think Caleb Plant has a little bit of juice left. We'll see what he's got. He got dominated by Canelo. He looked good real early in the fight, but Canelo just hits harder. He's aggressive, and Plant couldn't last with him. Plant can fight Charlo or Benavidez, whichever one doesn't fight Canelo. Either way, Charlo or Benavidez, I think, is going to beat Caleb Plant. Another big fight I really want to see is Demetrius Bubu Andrade versus Triple G. Bubu has been looking for a big fight. He's tried to fight both the Charlo brothers. 
He's tried to fight Canelo. He really hasn't had that big fight. He's undefeated. I think he's an awesome fighter. And I think Triple G, if he can fight Triple G and beat Triple G, I think that puts him over the hunt and puts him in contention to fight one of the Charlo brothers and Canelo Alvarez. Um, let's set this one up. I really hate to talk about this guy when we talk about boxing, but he's left me no choice. He's been winning fights. He's been knocking people out. And I want to see Jake Paul back versus a legitimate boxer. He beat Tyron Woodley twice. He beat that wrestler guy, Ben Askren, whatever his name is. He beat him. He knocked him out. He beat a basketball player. So now it's time to fight a legitimate boxer. I know he was going to fight Tommy Fury, Tyson Fury's younger brother, before he pulled out due to injury and ended up fighting Tyron Woodley again, knocking his ass out. Jake Paul, Tommy Fury, I want to see that in 2022. If he can't get the Tommy Fury fight, he needs to fight a legitimate boxer. I think Jake Paul, I think at first I was kind of skeptical about him, but he's proven me wrong. He's knocking people out. He looks good, good stamina, good power, good footwork, good hands, good everything. Jake Paul could be legit. I'm looking for him to fight Tommy Fury in 2022, and we'll see where that takes us. How about the battle of the young guns, Virgil Ortiz and Boots Ennis? Two young, up-and-coming fighters. I don't know if I want to see them fight this early in their careers. Both undefeated. Maybe they can get a couple more tune-up fights in between until they meet each other. But I love these two young prospects, Boots Ennis, Virgil Ortiz. Watch out for these two guys in 2022. And last but not least, the fight that everybody wants to see, the fight that everybody's demanding, the fight that we need to see in 2022, Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford. There's no fights left for these two but each other. Spence, he's had a long time off of boxing. Crawford, he just beat Sean Porter. Set these two up ASAP. I don't know what we're waiting for. This is the fight that boxing fans want to see. And this is the fight that we need to see. Make this happen in 2022 to see who the best pound for pound fighter in the world is. That's it. All right, my boxing fans. All right, my football fans. I hope you guys enjoyed episode one. I got a lot more good content. I'm going to be coming back to you on a weekly basis. Stay tuned. Subscribe. Like share, comment, tell a friend to tell a friend. Make sure you guys are back here next week. I'll see y'all next week.